good day, Chit Chat Crime members. I thank you all for listening and attending today's episode. I hope you're all doing well. This case today is about a young girl named Cherish Lily Periwinkle. She was a trusting, loving young girl who loved Disney princesses, and her and her little sisters imaginations would run wild as they played tea parties and pretended they were in a faraway land. Cherish Lily Periwinkle was born in Jacksonville, Florida, the year 2004, December 24th. Cherish was raised mostly by her mom. When Cherish was three, Her mom was in the process of getting her welfare checks and they wanted to know who Cherish's dad was. So at this point, when Cherish was three, her mom ended up suing her dad for child support. And so a DNA test was taken and it confirmed who her dad was. Her dad ended up marrying a lady and moving to California to be closer to his daughter and a big battle for custody began. On June 22nd, 2013 was actually a day where she would have been flying to see her dad in California, but sadly due to previous events that would never be. Jackson, I want Robinson. Hi, that Walmart. I'm interested in taken. What do you mean? Taken by a stranger. I can't find her. Okay, ma'am, how old is... And you say you have the Walmart on Lim Turner? Yes, I am. Okay, when was... Where did you last see her at? Walmart. <laughs> I met a man today at Dollar General. He saw that I was struggling to buy them some clothes. He drove us here to buy us some clothes. And the only reason I went with him because he said his wife was going to be here. Because I told him I don't take rides with strangers. Okay, ma'am. What's... Yes. And her, her last name? Can you spell that for me, please? And is she a white female, black female? Excuse me? Is she a white or black female? What color is she? I don't remember what clothes she's wearing because I'm panicking right now. I'm trying not to panic. Okay, and she was last seen with this man? Yes. He went. To, he said he was going to McDonald's and he, he hasn't been there because the store is closed right now. Okay, is he a white man or a black man? A white man. He's got white, short hair, and he's got dark eyebrows. You said dark, dark, short hair? No, he's got white hair and dark eyebrows. I had a strange feeling about him when I first met him, and he took her to the, he took her to the, to, to the dressing room twice, and I was hoping that she would be okay, and I was looking at the shoes. And I didn't want him to think that I was overly protective, freaking out. But now, 
we're not here. And I find it very odd because he knew that. Oh, okay, ma'am. What color vehicle does he drive? It's a white van. But do you remember any stickers or anything on the side of the van? Anything that you can remember at all? Did it have tenant windows or anything? I know he's got carpet in the van. And then take a good look. Sorry. And he, he said what? I didn't take a good look at the van. Okay, do you remember what, did you see any tag on it or anything? Was no. it a Florida tag? No, I didn't look at that. I feel like a fool. Okay, but can you remember what he had on? No, I don't remember anything because I'm panicking right now. Okay, ma'am, what's your name? My name's... He said his name is Dawn. He said he was supposed to meet his wife here, and his wife never showed up, and I couldn't figure out why. His wife didn't even show up at Dollar General. And he told you that y'all were going to meet his wife at um, the Walmart? Yes. First, she was supposed to show up at Dollar General, and then he was going to meet with her at, at Walmart. And we've been here probably two hours. And she didn't show up, and... I have this cart full of clothes that he said he was going to pay for with a $100 gift card. And I, excuse me, I, I had a bad feeling. I thought, well, I feel like pinching myself because this is too good to be true. So I got to the checkout. He's not here. He isn't here. Now I'm hoping he's not raping her right now because I've had that done to me. It's not, it's not fun. <laughs> Please. She's supposed to go to California in the morning to the plane. And he knows this. I told him this. He knew when the store was closing. I had a bad feeling about him. Okay, how long have you been looking for him? When was the last time you saw him? How long ago? About half an hour ago. That's so you've been looking for her for a half an hour? Yes. There's nobody in the store. And he knew the store was closing. He said he was going to McDonald's. She went with him. I should have told her to stay with me. He was going to the McDonald's inside the store? Yes, there's a McDonald's inside the store. He wasn't here. Oh, somebody said they saw him, but he's not here. He should have had the, the, uh, the nerve to stand here and wait. He must know that I'm panicking by now. Okay, ma'am, where are you in the store now? Are you outside or where? No, I'm in the front of the store. I think I need to hang up because... Uh, no, ma'am, are you a white female, black female? What do you have on? A 5'8". What color shirt do you have on? I have on a short black polka dot dress and brown flip-flop sandals. I have long red hair. And you're right in front of the store? Excuse me? Who are you talking to? A uh, Walmart employee. They're, they're talking to my girls because they haven't had anything to eat. What'd you say, ma'am? They haven't had anything to eat, so the Walmart employee was talking to my girls. Talking to your who? My girls. Okay, you have more kids with you? Yes, I have two. My other ones, I think he, I think he took her. 
Okay, ma'am, you ha you think she's been taken? You say you have other kids with you? Yes, I do. He was he was uh he was giving too much attention. He wanted her to buy these really tall shoes that were women's shoes, and I told him no. I said they're too high for her. I wouldn't even wear shoes that high. Maybe he was grooming her. I hope to God he doesn't kill her. I hope to God he doesn't rape her. Okay, and when did you meet him today? I met him at Dollar General in Edgewood. I was struggling with my money to buy the girl some clothes, and he saw that I, what I was doing, and he waited for us outside the store. And he said that he was waiting on his wife to show up. And so I waited around to meet her, and she didn't show up. And then he said he was going to give us a ride over here to Walmart. And then we waited in the parking lot for maybe 20 minutes for her to show up. She didn't show up. So we all went into the store. We've been here about two hours. And she didn't show up. And I don't understand why he would leave right now unless he's got a right for to kill her. That's the only reason. And I'm wasting my time standing here. You're not wasting your time, ma'am. We have officers on their way to you. I can't remember what where he's. <laughs> I need to sit down and be calm and close my eyes and try to remember what wearing. <laughs> okay, ma'am, just stay in front of the store and then and yes, try to think about what she's wearing and what he's wearing. So when the officers get there, you can tell them, okay? Yeah. Okay, can you think of anything else about the van or anything? Uh, it had a line around the van as if it were maybe a metal, a, a metal, not a sticker, but maybe, I don't know how to explain. Like a, like a pinstripe? You remember what, no. color, what color the line was? I think it was dark, maybe like a silver. <laughs> and, it, and it had a big space in the middle of the van where he had taken out, where he had taken out a couple of seats. And he put my stroller in there. Oh, I put the stroller in there. I don't want him to kill her. I don't want to be one of those parents that are going through this. I feel I feel responsible because I I I told him when I first met him that I. I was a little bit scared of him because I thought he was waiting to rob us outside the Dollar General because he was just standing there. And he said, well, if you really want that dress, for, then I'll go get it for her. I should have told him no. Uh, okay. my, my, my girls need clothes so bad. why I let him do it, but I, I'm so sorry. Now these ladies have to put all the clothes back in the store. Can you remember anything else about him? Whenever you were talking to him, did he sound funny, like he had an accent or anything? Or He said he works for Haberjacks. He said he worked for Haberjacks? Yes. Did he say where they lived? No, I don't remember that. 
and his wife is from the Virgin Islands. We had a little chat in the in the van on the way over. And did he say he lived on that side of town or anything? He said he, he didn't. He didn't know this part of town. He wasn't sure about this part of town. taken by a stranger that her mom had just met. She was so desperate to buy her girls some clothes and this must have been very late at night. What does Walmart close at like 12 midnight? Like she must have had her girls up all day and they said they haven't eaten in that phone call as well. It's just a very sad and very desperate and very naive uh, situation. The mom, we all know she should have known better. This guy was in and out of the change room with her daughter or outside the door, whatever it was. She said he went to the change room with her twice with Cherish and also tried to purchase a pair of really high heels, like really high, high heels for the young girl. This poor mom has been a victim in the past as well, we discover from the 911 phone call when she says, you know, I hope she's not being raped right now because that's happened to me. And um, what did she say? It's not fun or something like that. And she started hysterically crying, which, you know, it sounded like she was having trouble breathing as well. She was obviously in shock and she felt like a fool as she said in her own words she's like i feel like a fool her mother's intuition was what she seen him outside the dollar general and she had a terrible feeling she thought he was gonna rob them no he wasn't there for it to rob your money or whatever because he could see you had none he was there to rob one of your daughters and as you can hear from the phone call as well, she has three that are with her. I think she might have an older one that lived with her mom. So she has three or four daughters. Either way, she has three of them with her. Cherishes them in the middle, I believe, somewhere. Or she, um, I don't think she was the oldest out of the three, but she might have been. Either way, Cherish became Donald's target. He had told the mom that his name was Don, and 
he had a wife. He offered to buy them a bunch of clothes. And obviously, he's like, you look hungry. Let me buy you guys some McDonald's. And Cherish just walked off with him after he was grooming her the whole time in the store. The little girl probably had a feeling at some point that something was wrong or off, but being a young child, she went with it because even adults sometimes ignore their bad feelings. We do it all the time. We think we're overreacting, like Cherish's mom did in the Walmart. She didn't want to seem overprotective when this strange man kept going to the change room with her eight-year-old daughter. And this is typical for victims as well. They're either underprotective of their children or like overprotective of their children. It's just a very sad situation and it really makes me appreciate having a partner so much more being a mom, you know, because it's so hard being a single mom, especially when you don't have any type of degree or training. COVID season, money's tight, job options are limited. It's tough out there. The world's always like a survival tug of war type of thing. Uh, we work every day to survive and have good lives, I would think, right? Obviously, I have questions. Was Cherish's mom trying to get someone to take pity on her, you know? Like, she obviously knew she had no money. She's like, oh, he saw me there struggling to buy the girl's clothes. And it's like, well, why are you taking your kids places where you know, you know, you can't buy them anything? And yes, they need clothes, but it sounded like they were starving, you know? Like, maybe buy something cheap to eat if you have any money. I don't know. It's a rough situation. I'm definitely not blaming the mom, but, you know, when there's someone there who wants to help and you're desperate, uh, sometimes that's what you want to do. You want to accept this help from a stranger. But let this be like a lesson to me and to you. Follow your gut feeling. Like, if you have a bad feeling about somebody, even if they offer you a million dollars, it could be a deal with the devil because they might not even be planning on giving you that million dollars. That's usually how it goes. And like the mom said, I felt like it was too good to be true. I wanted to pinch myself. And then seeing her young daughter just walk off with this greasy old man in the distance. It just seemed like Cherish was a little desperate for security or like a father figure or something because she got a little bit of attention from this man and just started following him. Now we don't know if he mentioned to the daughter Cherish about McDonald's prior to talking to the mom about it. It sounded like it just came up randomly, but, you know, he could have said something like, come with me, or who knows why she followed him, really. 
He was being nice to them. He was offering them food. She was hungry. Typical kid wants to, like, go get the food, you know? But that's where the mom has to be like, don't go with a stranger. I'm not blaming the mom. But let's be honest, there's things she did wrong in this situation, and we need to point them out. So hopefully the same mistakes don't happen because stranger danger for one thing that's the biggest thing and whenever you see an adult giving too much attention to one kid or awkward type of attention it just doesn't feel right attention to kids one kid or multiple kids you have to follow your instincts and address it maybe talk to the adult and say hey I don't like this and you guys can have an argument about it whatever because whether the person's innocent about it or guilty about it they're probably gonna argue and deny it or claim their innocence you know but it's better to address it with the adults let them know that you know they're on your radar you know I think this Donald's guy was testing his limits with the dressing room, just seeing how how he could get alone with the girl. Like, he started off in little bits, right? Like, I'm just bringing her some clothes to try on and letting the mom just fill up the cart like an idiot. And then when she gets to the cash out, she realizes, oh, he's not here, and it's close-up time, right? Like, the store gets on the monitor thing, like they always do in the last five or ten minutes. We're about to close, make your way to the cash-out, so you can pay for your shit and get out of the store, basically. So, that's what she was doing. And then she looked at the McDonald's area after not seeing them around, waiting for... For waiting for her with her young daughter to pay for her things. No, he wasn't there. And then she went to the McDonald's. The McDonald's is closing. He wasn't there. Surveillance video would confirm Cherish's mom's series of events. They can clearly see the predator walking out with young Cherish. Cherish was wearing a little orange dress that day and her straight brown hair was about mid-length and you know she had these sweet child's you know brown eyes they were super cute you know she's just a cute kid like a lot of kids are cute and it's sad that or, you know, young kids get targeted. They're just the most helpless ones. They're, they really are. They, they're naive. They're trusting, usually. And that's um, so why we have to teach kids not to be trusting, question things all the time, let them know that it's okay to say no. I always tell my kids, you can say no to other adults, but you can't say no to mommy. <laughs> like, when I tell you to do something, you better do it. But, you know, if someone else tells you to do something you don't want to do, that's fine. You can say no. <laughs> it's my rule. <role. laughs>
But no, obviously, if they say no sometimes. We have a little debate about things, and sometimes they win. But you have to let your kid win sometimes, too, so that they know that they can get their way by debating about things. I'm a strong, like, supportive of supporter of debates and winning debates and about whatever, you know. Not about whatever, but say it's about more ice cream and, you know, something like that. It's not a big deal. It's just really sad that they were there to get clothes for the girls and then she lost one of her girls. And I don't know if they got food from the Walmart employees because... It just sounded like they were just talking to them. She's like, they're talking to my girls because they haven't had anything to eat yet. So I don't really get that because... Are they feeding them or are they just asking them how hungry they are? I mean, the McDonald's just closed. I'm sure they have like a hundred or so burgers that didn't get eaten. <laughs> I'm just kidding. but They definitely have food in Walmart that they could have hopefully given to these kids while they were all in shock about their sister just vanishing right under right under everybody's noses. It's so sad. So that night of June 21st, 2013, it's crazy. We're almost at the anniversary of this sicko's crime. Donald Smith lured eight-year-old Cherish to his van. He took it to some church parking lot area and brutally raped, sodomized. He did everything he possibly could to this little girl. They found his DNA in her mouth, her private areas. Absolutely disgusting, not to mention that her private areas were all kind of distorted or deformed, kind of out of place. Uh, he really had no mercy. She died of strangulation, but it looked like she was strangled during the assault, before the assault, after the assault. Blunt force trauma to her head. Cherish died a long and painful death due to some sick 53-year-old piece of shit. Excuse me, he may have been 56. I've seen conflicting reports, but let's just... I'll go with 56, I guess. <laughs> Old, greasy piece of shit. The jury was brought to tears during this trial for Cherish's murder when they were shown photos of the scene where Cherish's body was found by the church in like some water area. She was submerged in the water. They, they seen photos of her mutilated body and were crying and it was an awful thing for them to have to go through, but not as awful as what Cherish 
had to endure before her death and he had no right to assault her he had no right to kill her it was an awful brutal you just unleashed all his demons on her and killed her and he had no remorse in fact after donald smith was locked up he was recorded talking about this young girl they can see out their prison window or something in the distance she was about 12 and he was saying how that's just his type and he would like to run into her at a walmart and it's really disgusting he just was thinking about his next potential victim no remorse and he would tell his mother during a recorded like visit time that she had with her disgusting disturbed son Donald Smith that you know the mom wouldn't leave him alone cherish and her mom wouldn't leave him alone and that's why he ended up murdering her like how stupid is that and as the mom like, I can't even imagine having a monster like that that could do that to a little girl. Like, wow. That's horrid. Time to abandon ship, in my opinion. You tried, you failed. Time to move on. I mean, he's 56 years old. The mom can let go without guilt, right? <laughs> There's this photo on the surveillance video where creepy old Donald Smith is watching Cherish with his arms crossed, walking towards her as she's looking at something in the aisle. And she must have been cold because she was just wearing like a little orange dress, you know, with no sleeves, kind of like spaghetti strap type of thing. And I know I get cold and... Walmarts or any store or you know and it was getting laid out so I can just imagine that she was cold as well maybe not though not everybody gets as cold as I do <laughs> I'm always cold so I just wanted to read part of an article for you guys just to help describe how Cherish's body was found Quote, her mutilated body was filled with contusions and ant bites, hemorrhaging and busted blood vessels around her neck where she had been strangled, end quote. So how the police were able to zero in on where Cherish was so quickly, I mean, not quick enough, obviously, but the next day they found her body was due to the description of his vehicle and the name Dawn. They kind of cross-referenced that with known sex offenders. And that's when they came across Donald Smith with the same kind of description. The short white hair, the dark eyebrows. The vehicle was registered to his mom. So the pieces were falling into place rather quickly in that respect. Like, it took them a little while to get the ball rolling on actually 
finding Cherish uh, in a more swift manner. They didn't really alert the public about a child abduction until about four hours into it. They suspected the mom because of the custody battle and apparently she was crying but there were no tears and she said a couple of suspicious things apparently like her daughter would be returning in a box. To me, she obviously, like evidently was just in fucking shock. So there's that. That explains her odd behavior. Police officers, thank you. So they figured out it was him at about 3.30 in the morning and they already got a tip about this van being at this church parking lot and it was parked weird and this is where they end up finding her body later um, because when they do find Donald he denies anything he's like I don't know them I don't know anything about Cherish and then as per usual they show him the surveillance footage like we know it's you idiot can you just start talking you piece of shit but he claimed that Cherish jumped out at a stoplight just got out of the passenger door and started running I fucking wish the police definitely weren't buying it and they remembered that tip from earlier and remembered that there was water around that area and they immediately search and rescue team was sent to that location and that is where Cherish was found. Cherish Lily Periwinkle was found submerged in water underneath a log. Cherish's dress was pulled up to like her chest area and exposed her total lower half, which I read a description of. It was horrific the damage that Donald Smith did to Cherish. This guy was also like a crack cocaine user. He dabbled in those type of drugs for sure. We can see from his action here how aggressive he could be with a young innocent girl just destroyed her, killed her, destroyed her body and then killed her. and tried to hide her in the water, submerge her under some logs and things so she couldn't float to the top. It's just sickening. On May 2nd, 2018, Donald Smith was finally given his fate in a Florida courtroom. The jury took 15 minutes to deliberate. Donald Smith was found guilty on all counts. Donald Smith was sentenced to death for the murder of Cherish Lily Periwinkle. I'm pretty sure his execution has not yet taken place as of the time of this episode. I couldn't see that it had anywhere, so he's still sitting there breathing, unfortunately. So just imagine Cherish's series of events that day. Um, I believe they were living at a homeless shelter because her mom was in and out of homeless shelters quite a bit, so 
um, I'm assuming she was living at one at this time as well, and so they probably didn't wake up to the best of conditions. Uh, first of all, if they were living at a homeless shelter, which I'm pretty sure they were, and even if they weren't at that time, Cherish was in and out of homeless shelters quite a bit, and you get that feeling of it's not your home, it's just not stable, it's definitely not permanent, and um, yeah, so, and then they go to the Dollar General where maybe she's asking for a dress, and her mom's like, you know, I really can't buy that for you, and the predator is just lurking everywhere, and this guy had no money. He had no intention of buying them anything, really. It sounded like he might have bought them something from the Dollar General, um, just to get them kind of groomed, lured in a bit. Even Cherish's mom said on that 911 call, like, I think he was maybe grooming her. And that's exactly what happened. He was lying to them and grooming them. He had his eye on one of the children and he was focusing on her. He was zeroing in on her. He saw that her mom had a weakness, that she was very poor and desperate, and he was playing on that, taking advantage of her desperation and offering her free money. He just wanted to help her out. Cherish's dad was just waiting for his daughter, thinking that she's going to be there that day, and then he has to get that phone call that she's being murdered and in such a horrific way. It's just awful. It's awful how we can't trust human beings in this world because some of them are monsters and if you see an old creepy guy asking to do things for you for no apparent reason there's probably actually a reason behind them trying to weasel their way in and like even women do it too to lure kids they'll ask them to help find their puppy or things like that, like that's happened to that in that one girl's case. She was only 12 or something and her partner, piece of shit, wanted to rape a girl and kill her and she lured her by telling her, like, come help me find my puppy. And, you know, it was like a fat older lady and she didn't look like she was gonna hurt anybody and she really didn't, she was just luring her for her partner to hurt and so you have to be weary of strangers whether it be a woman or a man sometimes these predators even have children who are forced to try to lure in other children it's quite an awful world we exist in Ugh. Just like everywhere you turn, it's like a dark corner that you have to be weary of. This was a dark corner moment where it's like this guy just shows up and helps this poor mother. She thinks she's getting help anyways. He's acting like she's, he's going to go get the McDonald's. 
and they're waiting for his wife that never existed. First of all, put down the fucking clothes. If y'all gonna go to McDonald's, go to McDonald's. Don't just let your kid wander off with some stranger danger. These predators know what they want. And like I said, he's like a coke crack addict. They're going to zero in on it. They're going to say whatever they have to say to get their grubby little hands on it. I feel so bad for Cherish Lily Periwinkle. She had a hard little eight years, but not nearly as hard as her brutal torture and death. The rape she had to endure by this sick, disgusting old man and then being killed so horribly. She went through horrific pain and... I just hope her mind was elsewhere because that's a fucking nightmare. Just thinking they're going shopping, going to get McDonald's. Nope. No, that was not his intentions at all. And who knows what the sick bastard said to her during his assault. Probably some sick, twisted shit. They always love to say some sick, twisted shit, usually. And what the heck with the mom getting this rapist van for her son? Like, why do you own a van like that when your son is a known sex offender? It's a typical rape van. A big white van. Everybody knows to stay away from that shit. I just feel like that's enabling the fucker. Like, why are you giving him an access to a rape van? A fucking creepy-ass white van for a creepy-ass old man. The heck was his mom thinking? He took advantage of a vulnerable mom who was desperate. So remember, no matter what your situation is, your kids come first. You're going through the struggle for them. Don't be that desperate where you let a stranger take your child from under your nose. We really have to protect our kids. And watch to see if we can help another kid who might be in danger. I thank you all for listening. Stay safe and healthy. Bye for now.